This third series of the Totnes chain is a little different. We decided that instead of having a chain, we would have a five-link series of individual episodes, all based on Totnes professions, but it's still five links long. Pete Hodge was born in 1945 in Paynton. He grew up in Page Adams Road with his parents and four brothers and moved to London to work on the trains before returning to work in Paynton, Totnes and Buckfastly Steam Railways. At the age of 19, he became the youngest Labour councillor ever in Torbay. Then he moved back to London with his young family and became a driver on the London Underground. He became a member of the Church of Christ in Wembley, where he joined a team that took aid to Poland in the 80s. He then moved back to Newton Abbott in the 90s before going to Albania as a missionary working with a church and teaching English. He was there for 10 years. He moved back to the UK to Skelmersdale in Lancashire, where he continued his work with the church before moving back to Devon. In December 2019, he finally moved back to Totnes. Pete Hodges' song is Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell in Hello Pete. Hi. I'm sitting here talking with Pete Hodge and um, a few minutes ago, we were talking about the wonderful Johnny Cash. And then you just dropped it into the conversation that you have seen him in concert more than once, which is a, a good reason to want to choose him as your introductory song. And you told me something interesting. I never thought of how his voice was described. So would you like to tell me again, how was his voice described by somebody and where did you see him perform live? It was described as um, talking out of tune. Talking and it was by a BBC uh, a, a person, uh, you know, listening to the programme on BBC. And she just talk, mentioned it. And I thought it was so apt. Yes. Um, I saw him in, uh, saw the first time was in London at the, at the Albert Hall. And um, and later when we went to America, I saw heard him a couple of times in America. And you've been to the Grand Old Opry too? I've been to the Grand Old Opry, couple, I think twice now. And, oh, um, so jealous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was a fan, fantastic event. Uh, that's amazing. Well, listen, maybe we should rewind a bit and start at the beginning somewhere because on the way here, I think we passed at least two places you'd lived in Totnes. Yeah. If not more. Um, so you spent a childhood around um, Follerton, mm -hmm. was it? And... Um, I lived on Fullerton Farm, was it? What was that like? No, it that was um, initially when I was up to about five. We lived in a Brook Cottage, a little cottage down on the by the railway line yes. at the bottom of Brook. Um, and then we, my, my parents, moved us up to Fullerton Cross, and they they had built uh, two houses in a field up there, 
and we lived up there for a number of years. That must have been quite wonderful living there then. It was. It, it was. It was really nice because yeah. I used, used to be able to go up the uh, fields. Uh, uh, virtually, felt like I had a my own farm field up there. Yeah. Um, and we just loved it in that area. And those memories and smells and experiences stay with you, don't they? Oh, they well and truly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. And then, and you went to. Um, Dartington Primary School? I went to, okay. yeah, Dartington Primary School. All right. Yeah. And from there went on to Redworth. Redworth. Tell me about Redworth. What was that like then? Because that's quite different now. <laughs> <laughs> we we really enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think all my brothers went there. No, one brother went to the grammar school, Alan. Um, and then, um, but he was the the, the brains of the family and the rest of us went went down to the redworth redworth yeah. yeah it was a it was a good school yeah very good school and so what how how long were you there and what what age did you leave there because didn't did you go and work at the sawmills then was it straight I from school i went at Darlington sawmills when yeah. i left school at straight uh, straight from school, at, at straight from school. Yeah. um but I, my goal was to actually get onto the railway. And eventually I got a fireman's job at Newton Abbott Depot. Well, was the, how did that goal come about? Was that because you spent the first five years of your life living beside the railway? I think it probably had a lot to do had with, to it. To do with <laughs> it. And of course that was steam railway. Steam railway, and yeah. you got a fireman's job. Mm-hmm. And what was that? Basically about? that was just, uh, just to stoke the coal. Uh, fill the firebox up with coal, keep it topped up with water. Um, so that's why you chose Johnny Cash Ring of Fire. If you're oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you're standing in this very hot place, shoveling coal into yep. the fire, but you enjoyed it. Oh, I, lo- I loved it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of my life on the railway one way or another. So what what line were you, was that on... That was Newton the Abbott. line. That was the line from um, uh, Newton Abbott. Used to get uh, a chances sometimes. We'd take a trip down to Plymouth um, if if a, it was needed. Yeah. But mostly it was just in that, just in the Totnes area. I mean, I know Totnes very well from the bankers, the old engines, and we used to push the steam, we used to push the uh, freight trains up the bank to uh, either. Uh, uh, um, I think where it is now. Uh, we used to bank up, uh, bank them up to Newton Abbott or uh, towards South Brent. Right, you're using technical jargon here, Pete. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I think I know what you mean, but it, can yeah, you describe? Just, just you, push them up. Pushing up up the hills. Push them up the banks. Yeah. So we're not aware of it. We're we're in a train that there are hills, quite serious hills, both sides of. Tumblers. I mean, now you yeah you yes. you actually don't know much about them now. You don't feel yeah. don't get the sensation of them. Um, you know, on the on the steam, you really got to know that you were yeah. you were working, working hard. And so you're working in the engines that pushed the the, the freight the, trains the freight up, freight trains up yeah. those those inclines. Gosh, that was different times. Did and did you move on to another line? Did you? Then I went to uh, Southall, which is just outside of London, mm-hmm. and um, worked on the uh, on the trains in and out of Paddington, right. um, but. Uh, I think the furthest I ever got was Reading with a freight train. Right, were these 
was these... So you were living in London then? Yeah. yeah. And so these were... So was it a step up, or was it? I mean, oh, it was, a, it was a step up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, working on London, working into Paddington. Yeah. I mean, that was wonderful. You used to walk, you bring a train into the platform, and people would come up and talk to you, thinking that you are, you were the fire or the crew on the original train that arrived in the, yeah. uh, then in the station. Um, no, it, it was it was it was a great job. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it, even though it must have been very hard physically. It could be. Yeah. yeah. You you were still a fire. What do you call it? Fireman. Uh, then I, yeah, I was still yeah. a fireman. Yeah. yeah. Not the fireman that we think of now. Putting no, out the other fires. way around. You were actually stoking the fire. <laughs> <laughs> the fires up. Yeah. Yeah. It could be confusing in some situations. Yeah. What's your job? <laughs> yeah. So. Did you ever work on the underground, for example? I did eventually. I it's a big change. Yeah, I I was working on the Dark Valley Railway for a number of years. Oh, you came back here. Too, I came yeah. back here. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I got a job with the Dark Valley Railway, which was great because I can re- basically remember going back to when Ashburton was still part of the system. Yes. Uh, and I can I think I did work one train up to Ashburton. Uh, and then um, I, I applied for L- the L- uh, London Transport. Oh, really? From there? Yeah. So up to London, back to here, and then to London. Yeah, you yeah. you name it, I've seen to have done it. <laughs> yeah, on the, on the trains. What's the best part of that kind of work? Is it the camaraderie? Was it the travel? What was it that you? The camaraderie camaraderie was really great fun. I mean, yeah. you know, it was it was great up on the on the railway. Um, it was interesting, um, and you just felt that you were achieving something. Yes. Yeah. I mean, on the on the underground was was really great. Uh, oh, really? I mean, I drove it. Used to drive. On the, I, when I started on the underground, I was a guard, working as a guard at the back of the train. Yeah. Then I got promoted to engine driver, train driver, and I used to work on the Metropolitan Line and uh, uh, and one or two other lines. Um, and they were sit, you sit in a cab, uh, getting bored stiff. <laughs> <laughs> But on the Metropolitan Line, you're not underground all the time, are you? Not all the time. No. Used, no, I was mostly on the Metropolitan Line, which went out to Uxbridge yes. and Watford. Yeah. Um, on the on, on the Tube Line, I was on the um, Jubilee Jubilee Line, which was one of the newest newest lines in London. Gosh, yes, that was uh, interesting. Yeah, it seems like just a few not years all that ago, long ago. Yeah, it, it, it was it was quite yeah. a while ago. Yep. Yeah. So that's a big change from the physical work of being a fireman on a steam train to sitting in a cab of a underground. It was a big change. It was, yeah. and it could get boring. Yeah, you know, at times. I can imagine. Yeah. You know, so you were living in London. Whereabouts in London were you living? At then? first, I was in. We were in Neasden, up in North London. Yeah. And then I moved down. We moved down to South London, New Cross. When you say we, you were married my, by that. my wife. Yeah. And yeah. you had children? Yeah, we had a boy and a girl. Was the girl Lisa? Lisa. Lisa Smallwich. <laughs> yeah. we, we all know Lisa. Um, now, you were also involved, if I remember rightly, we were, from previous conversations, you were involved with the the Church of Christ. Was yeah. that the name yes. of the Church? Of of Christ, the church? Yeah. 
But that's not a, a Totnes church, is it? No. So not. how did you get involved with that? Um, I was uh, uh, I was going to uh, Wembley, church church in, in Wembley, mm-hmm. and um, got quite interested in that. And um, uh, I I applied down. I was looking for a job with the church, and I was uh, asked to work uh, for a congregation in uh, I think Newton Abbott. Would so you came back to Newton Abbott yeah, from, from from Wembley. Yeah. I'm just trying to make the connections here because you also <laughs> you were also a councillor in Torbay, weren't you? I, I was. I, I had a couple of years councillor in uh, Torbay. How old were you when that when you were councillor? I think I must have been I think I was the youngest councillor on the on in Torbay. Um so I was in about in my thirties. In your thirties. So this was um, when you returned to the Newton, to to this area. From, to this area, yeah. From yeah. driving underground trains in, in London. Wow! So that's quite a bit of toing and froing between here and London. Oh, you know, different, <laughs> different different jobs. Yeah. You come back here to this area with with a family. Yeah. Now, um, what I'm really interested in also is you ended up in Albania. Uh-huh, yeah. Now how did that happen? Uh, a friend of mine had from America had come, was working in a church in the north of England and he came down to visit us one day and he said, we'd like to go to uh, Albania to help with a, a mission. Yes. Uh, I said, like most people we were saying at that time, where's Albania? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, anyway, we, we flew across to um, Corfu, then got a taxi up to... Um, Tirana, which is the capital of Albania, and I fell in love with the country. There was just something about it that appealed to me. It just stuck on my in my mind. Um, it's, the mountains were about magnificent scenery. Uh, people were absolutely fantastic. I mean, I know you get bad reports on the Albanian pe- people, but the majority of them are actually wonderful people. Yeah. Well, that's often the case, isn't it, when yeah. you hear of some awful behaviour, but the majority are absolutely fine. Yeah, I still have many friends there now. Do you? Yeah. Do you go back there now? I haven't been back now since 2005. So how long did you go there for initially and how long did you stay there for? Uh, I said to my wife, we're going, we're going to go to Albania for three years. All right. Ten years later, we left. <laughs> I can't count. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. and It was hard to leave yeah. in the end. Well, that says a lot, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. You went there for three years. Can you tell me about your work there? Because I don't really know what that would entail and, and what was it attracted to you about the we, work there? Well, we were involved with... Um, with with the pe- with the people, particularly in the in the uh, villages, yeah. and uh, they used to really suffer. In fact, funnily enough, I was thinking the other day, I can remember on one occasion coming back to Totnes because I used, we used to come back about once a month or once a year to visit the family, yeah. and there was a letter in the Totnes Times from I don't know if she was a councillor or something, but she was complaining about the Albanians that were coming to this country. So I couldn't resist that, 
and I wrote a, a quite a long letter to her through the paper, who then replied to me, and uh, I've never heard anything back from that. But uh, I, you know, I, it just. Wait a minute. When when was this, Pete? When, when we talk? We're not talking about last week, are we? We're oh no, no, we're talking about. Um, <laughs> Several years ago now. We could have been talking about last week, couldn't we? <laughs> Someone complaining about Albanians yeah. going to this country. rings a bell. So, well, it must have been a very poor country. I went there once and was struck by how poor it was. Yeah, but well, I mean, the average wage there was in the villages was about a, a dollar a week. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, they got really struggled. They really struggled to uh, to, to survive. Yeah. Um, but they they seem to, and they always seem to have a, a cheerful sense of humour. I mean, we used to have a lot of fun. I mean, the Albanians found out I've got a warped sense of humour, which is ideal for me because I have one of them you as well. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I, I didn't say I didn't say that, Pete. But what was your pastoral work? What did it entail? There? It was basically we were we used to work with. Uh, a small congregation, um, and did preaching and uh, teaching and things like that, um, and uh, that was the nor the normal work we did, yeah. uh, and we also helped with feed feeding. I mean, we we got involved with um, providing food and yeah. stuff for the families. Uh -huh. um, there was a, one particular family that we used to look after up in the mountains, who. Uh, were really struggled uh, to to get by, um, but they were they were smashing people. So you were providing food where food. where it's needed. Yeah. Were you involved in in medical provisions? No, we we didn't have we we didn't actually have medical side of it ourselves, but we had contacts. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine who was a, a a doctor at the church in Wembley, he came over. Um, was living in um, Africa, oh. and he came up. He used to come up and visit, and um, he would help that way. And we had a member of the church who was a doctor, as well, local doctor, who was able to, you know, help uh, very much. Um, yeah, it uh, it was um, it was it was an interesting experience. And how how did the family get on there? Were they happy there? Was it a nice life for them as well? Um, I don't know. About, I I think our son and daughter were over here by then. Uh, I'd come back because they were at um, Kevix, oh, right. um, for a little while. Uh, but I I think that uh, Perry and Lisa may may just have left yeah. by then. Yeah. But so you were there for what ten years? Ten years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you've still got friends there. You still yeah, visit there. Yeah, yeah that's a powerful yeah. experience, isn't it? We uh, we we keep still that. keep in touch with them. Yeah, that's lovely. So when you came back to Totnes, what did you what did you do when you came back? Uh, well, I came back eventually. I, I we went up to live in Skemmersdale up in Lancashire near Wigan. Right. Um, I was working with a little church up there. Um, but Dulcie wanted to come back down to the family because the, the kids were growing up and she was beginning to, you know, have a strong desire to come back home. 
And so we, we moved back down here and we went to live in Newton Ferrers, uh-huh. which I now claim to be the side of a mountain. Because uh, if you've never been to Newton Ferrers, it's steep. It makes Totnes look flat. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've been there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's um, it was a lovely village. And nice people down there. Uh-huh. But I just needed to get to the flat and uh, we ended up coming back here. Somebody... Come and found, found the flat for us, and uh, that was it. Came back to where you started from. I think of you as, yep. a, as, as, a, as a real Totnes man, but you've actually spent a lot of time leaving Totnes, haven't you? Yeah, I, I spent yes. a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you're, but you're back here now. Yeah, yep. yeah. and I have no intention of leaving. Good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Can you just um, tell us something about your time as a councillor, because that wasn't in Totnes, was it? it was in that Torbay. was in Torbay. Yeah, yeah, how did that happen and why did you do that? It was back in the time, I think, Margaret Thatcher, when she was introducing some housing policies that mm-hmm. people were getting really upset about. And um, uh, I was asked if I'd like to stand for the council. And to my absolute amazement, I got elected. <laughs> and... Um, uh, but I was there for um, uh, th- three years, I think, and then I, I, I think this is when I started to get involved with the church as well, right about that time. All right. So you were burning the candle at both ends, sort of thing. No, you couldn't, but, yeah, yeah. You couldn't do both. But you, you're. Are you still involved with the church now? Yeah, uh, we uh, we still go. We still work with the congregation in Dawlish. Because I was going to suggest that you join the council in Tottenham, <laughs> and get involved in get involved in housing issues. But you've actually delegated your daughter to do this. Uh, yeah, well, our, our daughter Lisa is uh, uh, very. We're very proud of her because uh, she's got involved and um, with with the council and everything. A chip off the old block. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she seems to be enjoying it. Uh, I'll, let her, I'll ask her the same question in a couple of years' time. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no, I mean, in, in Tottenham, it's diff- It would probably be different. I don't think that I I would take to it now. Plus, I got health issues, which uh, mean that I can't down. really give slow it, down. Yeah. A bit, I've tried to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what changes have you seen that are important changes in Tottenham since the time when you lived here and you first lived here? Well, I I can remember when Tottenham was a two-way street. Yeah. uh, Where they used to come down the Narrows and there was a police, not a policeman, I think, uh, I'm not quite sure what he was, but he he wore a white white hat and uh, he would control the traffic coming down the the Narrows. Yeah. I mean, I can remember when when we used to have the carnival come down from Swallowfields from up here, in fact, um, and we used to like to follow it down the street. There were occasions when I'd be on one of the floats, and uh, it, for some reason, uh, uh, you know, I, I used to like that. I mean, and the, and the town seemed to have a different flow to it. But the carnival has has sort of. Disappears, it, it, yeah. I, I, I just find that strange. Yeah, yeah, I remember the carnival when there were a lot of floats. And yeah. I won't ask you what costume you were dressed in on the carnival float. Army cadets. I was in the army cadets oh, for a while. Right. Oh, so I was, I was hoping for something. I'll be there something. with a machine gun in my hand. Oh, 
with, okay. with, with plans in mind. <laughs> but you were never in the armed forces yourselves, no, were you? No. Your, your, parent, your father was? My father was in the Royal Marines during yeah. the war. And, um, uh, yeah, he, he got um, shipwrecked or, or torpedoed, I think in the Pacific. And then he came across America on, by train to get the boat back to Britain. Wow, that was some adventure then. Yeah. Those days. Then he came back and he got a job on in on the railway, but not to the same extent that I did. But mm. uh, I think he used to work on the permanent way. Well, I'm glad, Pete, that you've handed the baton on to your to your daughter and you've and your son is you've got a son in in America. In America, yeah. so you got a chance, or you've had a chance to go back to America. I've, I've seen him a couple of times and, yeah. and go to Nashville. And he's he's hoping to come across here. I think in um, June or July, yeah. he and his wife will come over for a short spell. That's nice, and they'll they'll be able to visit Lisa. Yep. In the t- town council meeting. Yeah. And we'll set the challenge for Lisa to last longer than you do as a councillor. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, thank you very much, Pete, for talking to us and describing your your multifaceted life. It's been wonderful and I hope you've got many years of enjoying Totnes. I'm glad you ended up back where you started. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Pete, and thank you, Paul.